1: ZTF I know you got your clothing line going. Is any thought
2: to putting um,
1: Eddie shorts on your clothing
2: line? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you know I totally forgot I even had that. <laughs> off. Uh, yeah, you know I've been putting like a lot of thought into like uh, making a few new things. So I just haven't like voiced them to to the people I need to voice it to. But yeah, I definitely like need to make get a little bit more fresh on the side with that. Totally. But pick- I've just been working. I've been working. I'm not thinking about shirt sales right now. No, so I'm talking shorts. Shorts.
1: Eddie shorts.
2: Eddie Shorts, what is this? Uh, that's a uh, to each their own. He likes it. I, I would. I tried, but it's just not for me, you know. So. You know, you came
1: in light. You gained a bunch of weight. You dropped a bunch of weight. Looks like you gained a little bit more. Can you just talk about playing at the different weights and what? I, by now, you've got to figure out what you're best at.
2: Yeah, I think. Um, the thing about like my game is that like I, the heavier the heavier I get, I feel like I don't lose too much speed, but it's more about like what I'm willing to play at. So being able to you know have those fluctuation fluctuations in weight um, in my in my career, I've gotten up to 280. I've gotten as low as oh, I came in at 220. After going getting up to 280, I dropped all the way to 240. So just feeling like I'm finding my right my right weight right now, and um, I'm at about like 55 right now, which it feels good. I feel uh feel strong. But um probably try to get like ten more pounds on my frame before before season hits. Do you have to watch what you eat more? Eat more, eat less. Do you have Dude. to worry about that at all or you just do what you I want? mean, I'm I'm a considerate person as to what I eat, but I've I'm a big, big believer in proteins, protein. So yeah, I, I'll probably eat more McDonald's than uh, the fair share of college athlete. But.
3: See, I was gonna say, do you have a go to cheat meal? Like, there's one thing you, listen, you
2: have to. There's, there, there's orders that I don't even have to put in my phone anymore. I just press <laughs> reorder. So like, I get a Big Mac meal, no pickles, you know, uh, large, obviously. A strawberry banana smoothie to replace the drink, and if I'm feeling feeling a little frisky, I'll, I'll get like two cookies. But how's it different being the old guy? It's. It's hard, you know, because I'm like I, I've always been, you know, this this guy like young soul type of thing, but to like have to be a teacher while also you know still having fun in the game and still learning too. It's not like I it's not like I'm, you know, coming every day and know with, with everything that's going on. I'm still still a process um and so it's hard, you know, to focus on my improvement while uh, also also um you know helping lead those guys and help them figure it out because you know, it's a learning curve um, whenever you, you change up the level. So, um, yeah, for them, for a couple of the guys moving from high school to to college or even, like, just getting more uh, reps right now, it's just could be a lot. So I'm just uh, trying to be a voice of reason for them and help them out if they need. But, I mean, we're all learning out there, so. Today looked like the, be- the best day I've seen the defense have. Was this the best
1: defensive day for spring ball for you guys?
2: Um, I don't think so. I think – I think um, – it was a good day, could have been better, um, but we just had we got turnovers today. I think that was the difference. Um, we've had a lot of we had a lot of good days where we didn't uh, get enough turnovers to to call it a good day. So I would say um, well we did get turnovers today it wasn't our best uh, display for sure.
3: Before you head off to the NFL, what's the next thing you want to see improve in your game over the course of the, the 23 season?
2: Yeah, I just um, I just want to I don't know how to explain it. Without getting too technical, I think I'm viewed as a pass rusher that doesn't like to play the run, and um, I'm very capable of playing the run. So I've very been focused on my strike. I've been focused on you know throwing my stuff in the mix, and um, yeah, me and my coach have really attacked that part of my game this off season. So I feel like there's no way that someone's gonna talk about me next season as a person who doesn't stop the run because I'll be there all season. I'll, I'll set the edge. So I'm excited to you know prove myself and uh, and just do the dang thing. So.
4: People know about you and Braylon and Cabelas played some. Is there anybody else in the in the edges room who you've watched this spring and kind of thought, okay,
1: like this is he's added something a little bit different?
2: Yeah, I think I think we we have a lot of great dudes in our room. Um, you know, it's good to have uh, like me and Braylon up there in the front, and then um, you know, Durfee came in. Durfee looks great um, when he was on the field. Obviously, spent some time off with, her, uh, with an injury, but yeah, I mean, I, he was one of the guys I really wanted to assess his game because you know he can. Uh, moving up a level for him as well. Um, Lance is taking strides. He was he was already a freak last year. He just didn't know what he was doing, you know. So it's it's good to see him like really applying his game. Um, Millie uh, went from timid to you know really trying to really trying to you know gain his stripes and or earn his stripes. And so it's good to everyone's making tremendous growth. And I think uh, you you get the same thing from Schmidt if you ask him. Like um, we we got a, we got a group of guys behind us that uh, that we don't uh, we don't always know like what we're gonna get, but we put out good good productivity, so. Is there somebody
1: on the offensive side of the ball that you really take a little bit more joy in beating?
2: You know, Troy and, Troy and Raj, what? Like, I, I face them three days, four days a week, like, and you know, they're some of the best tackles in the, in the country, in the pack, and so, you know, to get one on them, I would say, it's, it's hard to say that you really beat them half the time, because if you beat them, you know, Mike's getting the ball out way too early for me to get there so but yeah you know those those battles I mean we been doing them for years now you know so it's just um, to see us all go 100% you know no no easing off the pedal either it's like you, you know sometimes just make a little deal like we both can take a playoff no like it's oh yeah that's Raj oh yeah that's Troy like let's go they know I'm bringing my best in, and then they know they gotta bring theirs so does Mike
4: look different to you this spring at all compared to I mean he had just gotten here last year and was kind of new to the
2: team uh, no, I wouldn't say he's, he's different. I think um, Mike's always been been this way. The way he carried himself. Um, obviously, last last spring there was you know um, maybe a little bit more split between the rep counts and everything. But he always carried himself the same way. On, um, maybe he is putting his foot down a little bit more in terms of uh, getting particular to things he wants out of his team. But it's only because of you know love of the game. It's not you know I'm an eagle thing or anything. I think he's well respected and and uh, his offense in this program. And so um, when he voices an opinion, it's, it's definitely heard.
5: Got Coach Inch here. And Coach, uh, just you know, kind of want to find out uh, where you think the defense is. It seems like the defense is making a lot more plays than maybe we saw at this point last
0: year. Yeah, you, you know, when you have a chance to go into year two where development and preparedness come to the forefront of everything, that's kind of what it's all about. Now you know exactly what's going on. You develop yourself to get to where you need to be with the things going on in the off season with strength and conditioning. Now let's go make our plays. So so I think guys are playing with a lot more confidence at this point in time.
5: Does it usually take a year in a system, maybe in your defense, that you and Coach Morello are running? To,
0: to maybe pick up things and, and maybe play a little bit faster sometimes it, you know okay. it's, it's all about the learning elements of it all mm-hmm. so as you learn your level of confidence gets a little higher so if your level of confidence is higher on the same thing going into year two you should see another step when it comes to being able to make plays so uh you know wanted to
5: ask you about two of the, the two young linebackers i'll ask you about the older ones here in a second but uh devin bryant looks like he's really kind of come on and, and is it that a football iq thing that he's able to pick it up as quickly or is it just kind of his natural
0: abilities Devin is a young lion for sure. And and it is football IQ. He understands how to play football. And that is his strength. And just the the thing that we love about it, he hasn't even had a chance to really endure all of the strength and conditioning items that's going to happen to him over the next four to five months. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be looking forward for a lot of great things coming from him. What about Jordan Whitney? Jordan is great as well. Jordan, he's in in the learning process of just learning Mm -hmm. the things that we're doing from a system standpoint. So having him here early is almost like putting him on a trampoline where he gets kind of a jump start uh, for the guys that are going to be coming in here once you get into June and July, are those guys playing different positions? One playing Mike, one playing Will, or are yes, they kind yes, of, yeah, okay? they're, they're opposite positions. And what what we try to do on our end is we allow them to be uh, and force them to be dual players, so you can learn a lot better mm-hmm. when you understand the system as a dual player. Devin, more
5: of a Mike, and and uh, yes, okay, mm-hmm. and then Whitney's so okay. Mm-hmm. Got gotcha. you in there. Oh. Go ahead. Oh and so and then just talk about Eddie the leadership from Eddie Eddie Lafocio out there yeah. cuz last year at this time he was coaching guys on the sideline with you.
0: Yes, Eddie for one is exactly what you want on your football team from he, he's what you want in the sun. And his leadership skills, his level of preparation, him bringing guys along, him help aiding and assisting other people—that's exactly what you want in your football program. So we are blessed to be able to have him here with us for another year. Do you, your defense, just, just, what. Where's your defense at right now? Uh, we're, we're feeling pretty good right now. Uh, it's all about development and being able to make your plays uh, as, you, as you come into year two. And that's what it's going to be about now because I, I think that there will be no surprises uh, when teams that you play or, or, or come into here or wherever we go for away games. We have to go make our plays. And one of the things that we're really trying to focus on now is being able to focus on you at the point of attack, having your footwork and body position like it needs to be, getting the football. We need to go attack the football and give it back to this high-powered offense.
6: Are they now having to think? Are they past having to think about it now just focusing on the execution?
0: Now we're in the execution phase for sure. Because when you can execute, then you can get results.
6: And then how? How then do you continue to instill consistency? I know it's right now it's you know spring, but but how do you
0: day- consistency? To day? is through repetition. So if you can get the repetition like it needs to be, and you can get the mindset correct to where it's just like we said, you're not thinking. We we kind of got a little philosophy here. If you're thinking, you're stinking. So we want to make sure that you're not thinking. You're able to react. You're able to go play. Um, coach, last year and and
5: maybe I don't want to speak out of turn here, okay? But um, there were a lot of missed tackles in a couple games. Uh, the Oregon game was one that really kind. Of, now, granted, those are some really good running backs yeah, yeah, that yeah. they had. Yeah, I mean, but with, with but, elite skill, you're- yeah correct exactly so but um, what are some things you guys have been working on to be uh, maybe a little bit better at tackling in space
0: a lot like more that. tackle drills okay. for sure and, and being able to tackle elite skill players because mm-hmm. that's what you have to do but the, the biggest thing is also making sure that you have your footwork and body position scored away mm-hmm. and and that a lot of that comes with the experience in the system mm-hmm. and knowing where you're supposed to yeah, be right yeah at. when you know where you're supposed to be you'll have your feet up under you most of the time so now, let, now let's go make our play At you guys
7: all? I mean it definitely uh, it definitely like hurt us, but it wasn't it wasn't like necessarily like a schematic thing. It's just like, you know, like it's a new system, like you don't know every single detail, so you're bound to make mistakes. And we always knew like we had the guys to do it, but it's just like sometimes things take time and like true understanding and like a lot of overhaul. And you know, like kudos to them. I mean it could have been a lot worse. Like we went through it like over and over and over, you know. It's just new defenses. Like sometimes it just you're just bound for, for that to happen but i mean yeah i mean ultimately like that's all it's always about is like true understanding knowing every single rule you know
3: i don't think a lot of fans might believe when we say that like rome looks a lot better than he did last year and somehow panics looks a lot better what's it like seeing? some of these guys and seeing this offense the way that it's kind of clicking at this point
7: i mean right now it's annoying because uh they're making a bunch of throws that there's been like so many times i was mic'd up one day and i was like oh my goodness like who who throws that like why would you throw that and then he's like groans on the sideline like literally like a hair like not even a hair off out of bounds and it's just like that makes phenomenal catches and honestly it helps us because we're just trying to like when we play like certain elite quarterbacks that we have this schedule we have one every single practice so it's not going to be No, like a super drastic change, you know, for the future. So you want to play with the best, and it it just helps us be stronger and better.
3: I'm wondering, like, being a leader on this team a year ago, like, you believed in the process and you bought into what the coaches were saying, but now you've got proof of process. And, like, how is just the feeling around this team different when you know what you've done and you know what you possibly can do?
7: I think it's just, like, being able to fully trust, like, that they're going to do their jobs right based on what you said. Like, we've seen it, like, firsthand, and just being able to, like, focus on yourself as a player. Like, one of the conversations I had with the board was just like, I just want to be a player again. I just want to just, like, play. I just want to learn again. Just, like, don't want to worry about all, like, the extra stuff like that, which I couldn't do, like, in the previous year. So it's just, like, playing clean, just, like, letting other people do their job and just, like, focusing on yourself and focusing on, like, how you can help this team be better. So it's been a lot easier to do that.
3: He said that he told you in the winter, like, I've never actually seen you play before in terms of, like, who you can be, who you believe yourself to be. Like, is the best version of Eddie, like, is that still kind of out there for you, you think?
7: Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, it's just, I mean, we have, like, four months. So, like, to say that, like, I'm at my best right now and then I'm just going to, like, not improve. And these four months would be a disservice to this team and a disservice to the fans out here. So, I'm always trying to get better. You know, I, I do truly feel like I'm getting, like, a lot stronger, a lot faster. Like, I've been hitting, like, consistent, like, higher speeds than I did in the past. And, you know, I already know what to do, like, to help, like, certain movements that I've been struggling with. So, it's just been it's been fun learning. It's been fun getting better right now, to be honest, yeah.
4: And yeah, I was talking to Drew uh, Fowler about kind of the adversity with the coaching changes and all the things that were going on mm-hmm. and his extra layer of adversity with trying to get a staff to believe in him yeah. and, and so yeah. he can earn a scholarship. You've been there. You mm-hmm. went through that exact type of yeah. thing. Do you, Have you ever had conversations with him about just keep going or just to, to <laughs> kind of keep him motivated? To kind Because of, he seems like he's right on the cusp.
7: Oh, man, absolutely. I mean, he – He asked me uh, when I walked, like, he came, like, the year after I came, my freshman year, and I was still a walk-on, and he asked me, like, the whole spectrum, like, what it takes and what it's going to take, and I kind of just told him, like, hey, man, I mean, like, listen, like, it doesn't matter if you're a good player, but, like, it's about consistently showing it, and from day one, Drew has always been... He's been like, I don't want to say he's been like me because he's his own person, but, like, he's been, like, challenging me on studying, coming in early, watching film, asking questions, being obnoxiously focused, like I talked about. So it kind of just, like, pushes me to be, like, better because he's always pushing. Like, even, like, today, like, I'm walking in and I see his car and I'm like, okay, like, I got to be here a little bit longer today (laughs) because I already know Drew got his install in, so it's just, uh, man, he's he's just a grinder, like, and to play football, you already know it's hard. But to be in foster school of business as well, I mean, it's not—it's not an easy task. So, I mean, like to deal with like such a rigorous schedule and like to be consistent. Like he's one of the most consistent football players ever. My only issue with him is that like he—he—he he, he tried to mock me with the speeds as if he's not like 20 pounds lighter than me and stuff. But other than that, it's, it's good.
8: Eddie, where are you at right now in your academic career, and what will that look like come the fall?
7: Ooh, for the fall, I'm be honest. I'm just gonna be focusing on this last season, just getting my body right, really just setting these teams. Uh, already graduated. There's not too many like classes I have to take, and honestly, like that course load deserves just like straight focusing on that. So I'm not gonna take those classes, especially for the season. Maybe a summer class, just like the knockoff like one more class. But it's just it's just just football, just football this year. What,
1: what were you total? were you in pre med <laughs> or I can't yeah, remember exactly.
7: Oh, it was a uh, public and global health. And I was just doing pre med regs. So
8: Eddie, one more
9: question. Mm-hmm. You talked
8: about breaking some of your speed records. Yeah. The short shorts you're wearing right now, does that
3: contribute at all to your, your new speed?
7: <sighs> <laughs> no, I don't I don't even know how to answer that. I just I don't know. I just you know like you watch Earl Campbell like back in like the nineties and he like has like those like Stuff like that's kind of like that's kind of it. It's just it's just a, it's just a fashion statement. Like I don't know, an 80s Laker. yeah, an 80s Laker for sure. Yeah. Just 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 doing the look. That's it.
4: <laughs> and you know, mm-hmm. we were in the portal era, and there's so many, there's so much movement with players coming and going. Like you guys in the room last year, you had Cam Bright and Chris yeah. Mole. Yeah. This year, obviously, you got Raylan, you got the freshman coming in mm-hmm. as well. Even though there's still so much movement from year to year, it feels like that linebacker room's a little more solidified yeah. this year. Does that is that
7: you getting the same feeling? I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, the one thing about Inge is that he's, like, always honest with us and he tells, like, the, like, the situation's coming in. And, like, so we already knew that RG was, like, the potential RG to coming, like, what's happening when he went out kind of the portal and all that happened. So it's more so just, like, okay, like, understanding. we got to help him come in and, like, teach the defense. Because, honestly, we're all just trying to win. And we're going to, like, bring as many people as we, like, as we can to try to win this game. Because at the end of the day, that's, that's all that matters, you know?
4: <laughs> what's the take on the freshman?
7: Man, Devin is going to be a beast. Like, Mark, I was thinking about this, like, the other day. Like, man, he's going to be – he could probably play – he could probably start at a lot of schools right now. But, like, you know, he's just, like, he's very – he's, like, an old head. He has, like, a lot of old moves that, like, you would think that (laughs) – you would think that a freshman shouldn't have, but he's, like, very elusive. And, and I'm just excited to see what he's going to be in a couple of years, man. He's probably going to be I – can, I can see him being the top linebacker in a couple of years for sure.
4: Yeah, so you think he's definitely going to
7: – he's got a good to chance to play this year? 100%. 100%.
4: How's it going? Good, good man. To see How you? are you doing? It's good, good. to see How are you? you. It's been a while since Bellevue. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while for sure. <laughs> Tell me about a little bit about that, uh, that journey. I mean, because I know that, you know, at that time, I mean, you had offers from places like UCLA and Utah, and yet yeah, you decided to stay home. Do you, do you still feel like that was the right decision?
8: Absolutely. You know, uh, I joke, it's a pretty funny experience I had coming into Bellevue, right? I had three head coaches in four years at Bellevue, so yeah. one of the main decision-making factors I was going to have to pick a college was Picking a, a head coach who's going to stick, you know, stick with me through the four years, and it was really going to kind of be that that father figure type person of of uh, kind of that that man outside of my actual family structure, right? To and uh, to kind of guide me and lead a, lead a team, and I I identified that with Coach Pete, ironically. Um, and and you know, sometimes life has bigger plans that, that's out of your control, and so I really felt like Pete was worth gambling on and betting on myself to come play for. Turns out now I'm on my third head coach here too, but. Uh, you know, fun, life is a funny way of, of teaching you the things they need to teach you. And so I absolutely have no regrets. Um, this is the place for me. I was right. It's just the road wasn't obviously exactly how I pictured it. but.
4: So, so if a high school kid came up to you and asked for your kind of maybe thoughts or ideas about having going through the process and, and with the idea of what you just talked about, Would you tell them to almost kind of take football out of the equation when looking at the whole college experience? Because those are things out of your control.
8: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think football does make a big big part of that factor. I would would absolutely not tell them to leave football out of it. But at the same time, man, I mean, so much stuff is out of your control that you just got to go with, at the end of the day, if you pick that school – and, and, you know, things get hard two years down the road, are you going to be st- staring up at your ceiling like, man, I wish I went here? Right. If that's not the answer, if you know that in the bo- in the bottom of your heart and whatever it is, that that's where you need to be, then then you roll with that and you go full-hearted, you follow, really, at the end of the day, your gut feeling, it's always going to be right, you know?
4: And that decision's almost even been made tougher because of the portal. Because you get the freebie Absolutely. now, now you
8: can Absolutely. take
4: that one opportunity if you feel like maybe the grass is greener or... You're hearing things from other places and you're thinking, God, that might be the place I need to go.
8: Yeah, you know, it's such a a crazy world now because I will say that pre-Portal, right, and at least in my experience, so much of um, the character building that I've gone through in the last four years of of adversity and and dealing with, right, three head coaches in four years and those kind of changes – if, if kids kind of start jumping ship, they don't get that that building and that character that really the man I am here today is because of those experiences I went through, right, and, and I had to get myself through it. And so, right. you know, I'm not knocking anybody who goes into the portal. Obviously, it's a great opportunity for players and it, to find kind of something that does fit them. If if they had made the wrong decision, you know, in their first, you know, at 17 years old, it's easy to make the wrong choice, right? But right. It's, it's definitely an interesting world that we're, we're looking through.
4: Well, and especially as a player that comes in as a preferred walk-on, you, you – you know, I know, I'm sure Coach Pete talked about the, the potential for what it can be. You see guys like Eddie get scholarships as well. And so you're thinking about this, and then all of a sudden coaching change, and then coaching change. Absolutely. You talk about the adversity you've gone through more than most.
8: Yeah, you know, but at the end of the day, uh, like I said, those are the exact opportunities to, at least the way I view it, is, is – Show the world who I really am, right? It's easy to say. It's easy to sit up on a podium and talk about, you know, um, integrity and, and personal strength and, and work ethic. And then when you get punched in the mouth, right? It's the Mike Tyson quote: Everyone has a plan, so they get punched in the mouth. Right. So those are the, the opportunities that I can really look you in the face and tell you that those are those are what built me, right? So I'm so incredibly incredibly grateful for those things.
4: So how did those conversations go with Coach DeBoer when he got a chance to know you a little bit and, and talk to you about what your potential could be, especially with the potential of, of getting on scholarship? Yeah, man. I, I've told everyone I've talked to it's, it's been such an indirect
8: blessing right that I, I obviously committed to, to play for coach Pete and coach DeBoer is, is I mean they are walking images of each other I mean they, they have their own different right unique angles to who they are but man I mean obviously I didn't I didn't get to be recruited or, or picked DeBoer but he came to me again this is out of my control and he's just um, he's got such a great staff the the men here the, the coaches here care about us, and and it, from a standpoint of the things that he's teaching us, it's similar to the things Coach Pete taught me my freshman year, and right. um, just to kind of walk in on that, and really again have something so out of my control, get such a blessing like that is, is pretty awesome.
4: What's your take, Drew, on the on the on the linebacking room as a whole from last year to this year? Because last year obviously Eddie didn't he wasn't available for a while. Totally. You had some new guys in terms of Cam Bright, Chris Mole, guys mm-hmm. like that that you were folding in. This year obviously you've got Raylan coming in, you've got the true freshman being an impact. Totally. So it feels like there's still a lot of change going on but it somehow at least on the outside it, it feels like there's more stability.
8: Yeah you know I'd say one of the best things coach Inns does from a standpoint of, of coaching our room is is bringing the men together that while kind of you know every day we're competing with each other at the end of the day we got love for each other and that's really how it goes I think really he does an awesome job of building that that chemistry in the room and and building it from the inside out um, and at the same time our standard is just different right that that when, when we look at kind of where great defenses start, they start from the inside linebacker room. And you look across, whether that's you know the the 2,000 Baltimore Ravens, whether that's the uh, the whatever. I mean, you go down the list, right? You know, Zoe's sitting over here looking at my shoulder, but we talk about Fred Warner, we talk about Bobby Wagner's, all those guys. That the standard has to start. If we're going to be a great defense, it needs to start with us. And so taking that amongst ourselves is, is really something that builds that chemistry too.
4: I know you don't want to look too far ahead because you know a lot of this stuff is being in the present, totally kind of absorbing what's going on. But you have an opportunity, I think you can even come back next year if you want. Yeah. Because you yeah, have eligibility yeah, yeah. with the COVID year and everything else. Have you thought about that at all? I mean, is that is – because that, you've got to be either graduated by now or really close.
8: Yeah, you know, it, it goes back to that cliche that I really genuinely am looking kind of a couple months at a time. From a standpoint, I mean, I would say one day at a time, but I know I'm locked in for this season, right? Yeah. So. Um, I'm going to play this season and, and obviously we got high hopes and, and we're, gonna, we're shooting for the stars and, and that's what we're working towards and that's what we're going towards. So focusing on anything else would be, would be cheating this team at this point.
4: Sure, And but, but what about you specifically? What do you feel like were the things that you wanted to work on going into this into this spring and how has that gone for you? Yeah, you
8: know, I mean, you just look at as you, when you come in as a youngin' right with the, the class of 2019 or however you want to call it and, and we're kind of the young pups growing up. All of a sudden you look around and... This team of guys is is our boys, right? We came in together, and and these are the guys now in charge of kind of leading that team, right? And so taking that upon myself, and even you know some of my, my buddies that we're now the leaders who have to hold that standard, right? And and uh, anybody that falls below it, you know, you talk about the young guys, right? Obviously Devin and Jordan are here. I mean, they're thinking about prom in a couple months, right? Yeah, but right. but we got to get them up to speed and say, hey, this isn't how just a Pac-12 team operates. This is how a championship team. If that's what we want to be, you can't you can't win a championship and then be that. You have to start first before the the. Championship. Championships fall into place. Right,
1: good morning. Coach Morrell. Defense looked good today.
9: Yeah, you know, one thing we just challenged our guys at the very end of practice. Felt like we started off really slow. Uh, a great finish to practice, and you know one thing we've really been hammering on is taking the ball away, and as, it was good to see um, you know Thaddeus Dixon made a
1: couple big plays for us today, and he's shown that tendency and that knack to be around the ball all spring. I know sometimes practices is one geared towards one side of the ball or another. Was today geared towards the defense, or did you guys just have a good day?
9: No, I mean, just it's moved the ball. I think we've gotten to the point in spring ball right now we got to put ourselves in, in as many different situations as possible, and I think that's the biggest thing is guys understanding how to play the game. I think sometimes when you're on script. And, and just doing certain situations guys lose track of where they're at on the field. So I think the move the ball segments today are they're really critical teaching elements for us.
1: What's Daddy is best at?
9: Man, he I mean he's got the it in terms of being around the ball. Uh, very confident in his skill set, uh, been a really solid man-to-man player. Um, and plays good tight coverage consistent tight coverage
7: as you look at that that cornerback battle i mean is he is he right there oh
9: for for sure yeah all those guys i think those guys that group has been making strides i think from practice one to practice 12 today those guys are improving
1: by leaps and bounds a guy like thaddeus wasn't highly recruited kind of slipped through the cracks with covid Had to go the jc route everybody plays with a chip on their shoulder but it's a little bit different for a guy like that
9: yeah i think you know i think for him i think he just he's got a great demeanor about him loves football and and we knew uh, all along that his talent level was was right to be here. Uh, there was never any question about that, and so um, just excited about him uh, continuing to develop as we go through spring and fall.
2: His work ethic. What's his work ethic like? Sorry.
6: Right, what's his work ethic like?
9: Yeah, no, he understands how to work. You know, I think all the guys do. I mean, once, once you walk into the DB room here, guys understand the work. And I think that's a standard that's, you know, put out there for guys that came before, uh, to the veteran guys that are in the room right now, guys understand the work ethic that it takes to be successful.
2: I think if people looked at last year, a lot a lot of, you know, good good things stand out. Past pass defense is probably one thing that people were critical of. What kind of strides do you guys think you've made in that respect from, from last year this
9: year? Well, grinding every day. I mean, that's the thing. I think guys um, understand what the standard is here and where we need to be at to achieve that standard. And, you know, obviously it helps getting the room filled up again, and I don't want to keep coming back over and over again because nobody cares. But, you know, injuries did play a part in some of our performance stuff last year. And so now it's getting – and it's developing young guys and getting veteran guys back. And, you know, once you get the room full, there's that elevates the level of competition, and I think that brings the best out of every Everybody.
3: What's your sense of, of that edge position once once you get past you know what what Braylon's going to give you I think ZDF's pretty proven how do you feel like things are, there's been some injuries there this spring obviously but how do you feel like everything is yeah I mean
9: I there? think that's you know a little bit unfortunate I think you know Lance Holtzclaw was making some good early progress um, uh, obviously very pleased with the progress Zach Durfee was making uh, early on so now we had to hit the pause button on those guys we got to get them up and going again and then um, you know obviously you know Sakai. Uh, Mohimes, um, you know, and then and then um, Savell, you know, those guys too. I mean, it's it's been a constant battle. We just haven't stayed very healthy in that in that room. Nothing major right now, but you know, it's impeded a little bit of development.
1: How big is that battle over on, at corner? I know you've got Jabbar who just looks steady, and Thaddeus, and Elijah Jacksons. Come on.
9: Yeah, I think the guy. I, if I had to say, I'm really proud of one individual on defense this entire spring. It's it's Elijah Jackson. Um, we got very little uh, out of him last year Uh, wasn't healthy for most of the year and he is playing veteran savvy football right now we need that Um, I think he's had a very very consistent spring and you know he's just he's matured and he's playing with a lot of confidence is it just he's healthy or is it more of the maturity I think it's a combination of both obviously your body's got to feel right to perform at a high level uh, but I also feel like he has turned into you know quietly turning into a leader for us and I'm excited about that because you know it's one of those times where you've been in a program x amount of years and now it's your it's your turn to to shine and and he hasn't backed down from the challenge And, and he's just stacked number of days on top of each other and that's how the trust builds from the coaching staff to the player.
3: In terms of his skill set, what, what does Elijah
9: do really, really well? Well, first of all, he's a good, he's a good press man player. Uh, there's no doubt about it. He's confident at the line of scrimmage. He's got great length. He runs he runs well at the top end of routes. Um, and then he's a, he's really good at disrupting the ball. You know, he's got great length. And so when it comes to those 50-50 balls and the ball kind of floating in there, late, he's a guy that can go up and, and attack the football and get the
5: ball out. Have you, have you seen any growth in the secondary that you wanted to this spring? Yeah, we're
9: making strides. You know, I mean, now the proof is the proof is in the schedule, right? I mean, we'll know. I mean, it's September, and and uh, you know, you look at the schedule. I mean, you know, some big games here at home early on. Then you go to East Lansing, and you play SC and Oregon, and and all the all the all the names on our schedule next year. I mean, the evidence will be uh, in the fall. Uh, but certainly, I feel like there's a lot more confidence uh, out of our group in terms of executing scheme, understanding scheme, and then playing fast. And I think that's the one thing is we've. Really worked hard to eliminate all the, the thinking uh, out there and let guys just cut loose and have fun and play ball. Is
1: Jabari your stickiest corner?
9: Yeah, I mean, he does, he's got, good, he's got good lateral foot speed, so he can definitely get his hands on people. Uh, there's no doubt about it, he's got very good short area quickness.
1: I mean, I'm sure you're going to have quarterbacks line up and see him over there and see he's the smallest guy and go after.
9: Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt, but that's where you got, I mean, he's got a lot of snaps under his belt. He's played against a number of big time receivers, I'm not worried, he's got a high confidence level. And you know, there's so many different elements to our defense that we're, we're able to, you know, give different pictures and change it up where guys aren't sitting
10: out there isolated all day long either. Jabbar Muhammad? i talking to some of the guys. I've never seen nothing like it. Like, the scheme is crazy. Like, um, just different things. I've never – play, like, trick plays in practice is crazy. Like, some stuff I've just never seen. Like, um, and obviously the scheme helps those wideouts a lot. And um, just come out there every day and, 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 and being put in certain positions where we got to communicate and things like that, it's, it's only helping us as a defense.
1: When you went in the portal, were there was there another school or a couple other schools that you really looked hard at?
10: Uh, yeah, there were plenty of schools that came after me in the portal. But – at the end of the day, man, what, what's coming here and what's coming back here, what's uh, returning? It's some special building here, in Seattle. So I'm here. Thanks, <laughs> What's your mentality when it comes to playing these bigger, taller, fast, big fast receivers? I mean, that's that's been a, that's been a, um, the uh, the knock on me all my life is how do you prepare against all these big guys, big guys? And when you see Buda Baker and Tyron Matthew do it, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get to that level where it's like not a it's like not a um, not a talk about it anymore. So. Uh, my mentality, man, just be a dog, man. At, at, you know, I look at it, they my height. <laughs> I'm they height, you know what I mean? So just um, come out here every day and Seeing 6'4", 6'2", 6'3", across the board, it's not doing nothing but getting me ready for Saturdays and Sundays. I love it.
5: <laughs> so when you played against yeah, Big 12 guys, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, wide open offenses. Uh, yeah. Big 12's kind of known as a wide A-rate. open offenses and everything like that. From what you've seen out here on this offense, it, it, does it remind you a lot of what you've seen out, out
10: of the uh, Big uh, Kind of a little bit. It's more balanced. Um, a little bit of run, a little bit of pass. Shots, um, but it, it reminds me a little, bit, a little bit with the downfield shots. As far as what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing here, I watched a few a few Pac-12 games, but this school here, UW, with the shots, of course, yes, it reminds me of the Big 12 a little bit.
5: So, uh, how long did it take to, for you to feel a little comfortable here, like you were wrapped up in this program? Did it oh, take a while, or No, nah, probably
10: about two weeks okay. when, when I got to know everybody. And I mean, it, it's and, and I tell people this all the time in the South, it's kind of more. People's mentality is more like a little bit meaner. I, that up here, it was they came welcoming me with open arms, and it was cool, man. It was cool to be a part of a team like this. When you see guys like Thaddeus Dixon yeah, getting a, you know, inter, two interceptions in yeah. a practice, what does yeah. that do for you? It, it just helps us as a room, man. It's just, the confidence we have in each other and how, the, the growing confidence we have for each other—it's not doing number growing. And when we get hands on balls and all like that, it just makes me want to get my hand on the ball and make EJ want to get his hand on the ball and Jay Green. So um, it's not doing number helping us. I'm sure you've been asked this, but you go against Rome, you go against J Mac. Mm-hmm.
3: How much do you enjoy that? Because obviously man, the challenge
10: is immense. Man, but. it's like I like I said earlier, it's iron sharpens iron, and uh, I'm sure I'm pretty sure they'll tell you the same thing. Just getting a good look against me, and I'm giving them a good look. And like I said, those are those are guys who who could potentially go to the next level. And like I said, I think I'm a guy who could potentially play at the next level too. So just being out here in that, in that competitive nature, man. When you know you're going against top guys, it's, it's cool, man. It's cool.
3: Going against panics too. I mean, does oh. he do things that, that you say, okay, that's a little bit different from
10: what I've yeah, seen? Yeah, so I, all I can say is that's nuts. That's what I've been saying on the sideline. When I see or when I'm in a game and I see him roll out and throw a, a back shoulder or across his body, I just be like, Wow, like it's it's crazy man. But like I said, it's not doing up against me better. That's a that's another NFL guy, so and was he throwing dots out here and me going against it, it's cool, man. It's really cool.
5: All right, I got JV on green here first of all just uh, <laughs> just wanted to uh, you know kind of get your thoughts on uh, spring ball you, this is your first spring ball because you didn't show up last year until till summer so just kind of talk to me a little bit about uh, spring ball what what's it like playing spring ball you know because uh, you guys didn't do it until
6: what June yeah or may when you were out in high school so. um I think it's a good experience it's basically fun uh, We go against the ones every day some NFL guys of course so it's very competitive. I think our group likes to win, so we come out here every day with a competitive edge trying to win. So you've got – you and three other guys are kind of rotating first team, second team
5: reps. Uh, Talk about the competition between all you guys at corner, but especially the guys
6: that they they brought in, Thaddeus and, uh, and Jabbar. I think we're all ballers in the corner room this year. I think we have a pretty good room this year, and we have a lot of people who can start. You know, unfortunately, it's only two spots. So, I mean, we all work in trying to be the best. I don't think we really look at it as a competition because we are brothers. Mm-hmm. So we all just, you know, going out and competing every day. Mm-hmm. So tell me tell me some of the things
5: you wanted to work on after after getting that playing time that you got. What did you play in, 10, 11 games, whatever it was last year? What did you – at the end of the season when the coaches were kind of reviewing everything
6: with you, what were things that they wanted you to work on? Um, I want to be dominant and press so I'm a bigger, longer corner. I want to be a sure tackler, and I want to be a leader in my room. Even, you know, if I'm not playing or whatever, you know, some younger guys coming in or whatever, you got to lead them. So, I mean, I've been experienced. Fortunately, played 10 games last year. So that's just something I'm looking forward to. Yeah,
5: uh, Caleb Caleb Presley comes in. Uh, is he a guy that you've been able to take under your wing a little bit? And Like, hey, I was a freshman last year. I know what you're going through. Here's, here's what you need to do.
6: Yeah, actually, me and him are rooming right now together. Oh, okay. So he's a pretty good guy, always going over the playbook, always upstairs in the room looking at film. You know, he asks me questions from here and there it's because he wants to go on the field, of course. So I definitely take him under my wing.
5: Um, just give me an idea of uh, you know, where you kinda see things going after after spring ball concludes this this uh, this weekend. What do you guys what are you guys focusing on as
6: a whole as a team right now? I think as a team right now, we're just winning ballgames. I mean at the end of the day, the team that wins the most is the team that you know the season's the longest and that's where we wanna be at the national championship. So I mean coming into I don't know the defense side, we just wanna be more competitive, you know, every every day. So I think that's about it. All the injuries at corner last year. <laughs> Were you like, oh, please don't let it get, get let me get. It. Yeah, I hope you don't get the ick again this year. You know, it was unfortunate last year. You know, it opened up a lot of opportunities for me to play this year. But I truly believe this this year we have a lot of guys who can play. So I don't think that's really an issue. All right.
4: How do you feel about your spot right now coming in second year? You got all that experience last year, but they bring in a whole bunch of more cornerbacks. How do you feel about your your situation?
6: Uh, I think it's pretty good. I mean, I'm learning each and every day. I'm still a young player. I mean, I just turned 19 not too long ago, so I'm not really worried about where I fall in the depth chart right now. I'm just working, to be honest.